Aloha, Starshine. Aloha, Sunshine. And aloha, listeners. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your head. In your noggin. We're glad that you could join us here on the podcast. This is episode 298. Makes me feel old. We've been doing this for a while. (laughs) 50 years. 55 years, actually. We have been doing this podcast, and we are proof that alcohol actually is the fountain of youth. It is. It makes my skin lovely. Yes. But not my liver. It helps us put up with our children and significant others. Animals, payments. Yes. Work. Mortgages, (laughs) etc. Whether you tune in for the tiki or the cocktail recipes or just the chit-chat banter and shenanigans, you're in good company because there's some of all of that today. And on every episode. Change whatever you're listening to. Right. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, like maybe this is the only thing somehow in your universe that plays on your device. Yeah, or you're at the dentist and that's what the dentist is listening to. Well, we always have a drink here in the lounge. And this week we are having a drink that has not been named yet. But Mm -hmm. um, we're going to talk more about the big event that we are going to be attending and we are sponsoring in May. And that's what you're testing this drink for. Yes, and so uh, we're going to do a room party. And the theme of the room party is Gilligan's Island Uh or a three-hour tour or something like that. And it so, better not be more than three hours. And because I have never done a banana drink before. Yeah. Of the hundred plus drinks I've come up with recipes where I've never done a banana drink. Yeah. And I wanted to do one. My problem with banana drinks is they always use like banana schnapps or 99 bananas and it's that fake chemical banana. It tastes like the banana candy. Mm-hmm. Like the runts or something like right, that. Right, right. It's just not... And that's gross. Yeah, it is. It's gross. So I want something that tastes as close to a banana cream pie as possible. Mm-hmm. And this drink... It's pretty damn tasty. Um, and you're not a fan of banana drinks, right? I'm not. It'd be... Banana is like... If it's in the description, it's like one of the last flavors that I'm going to pick. Yeah. But this is actually pretty good. And uh, mm-hmm. listeners, I'm going to I'm gonna go over the ingredients. And you can play with the ingredients in whatever proportion you want right now. Um, because, you know, this is a work in progress. But you're going to need about a half ounce of half and half. You're going to need three quarters of an ounce of vanilla rum. Cruzon yeah. is good. Three quarter ounce of banana rum. Cruzon is also good for that. And then uh, ounce, an ounce and a half of I used Appleton Estate Reserve. And uh, did I put? Oh, and then of course um, two tablespoons of a fine, fresh mashed banana puree. Yeah. And a teaspoon of brown sugar. So. Put that in your cocktail shaker with crushed ice. I, I find the crushed ice works with this better because it helps break down or it helps uh, uh, foam and mix together the cream and banana. Yeah. So um, it's kind of like a blended, but it's not. And then you can actually pour it unstrained into a glass and then just ice uh, banana puree booze and all. Um, and then top it with some fresh whipped cream and a banana slice and sprinkle some brown sugar on top. Doesn't it sound good? It is good. So for those of you who can't taste it yet. And I know you're still in the testing with it, but I don't think I'd make it any sweeter. Mm-mm. And no, no, and that's it. So it's like, it's just a touch of brown sugar. Yeah. And there's no, there isn't any of that overly sweetened schnapps or anything in here. Yeah, it it's, shouldn't be any sweeter because it would be too much. Yeah. Yeah, I like it has how it is. Yeah, I could probably drink a few of these mm-hmm. because it's not too sweet. And yeah. it's got some protein from the, the half and half and some potassium and from some the potassium, banana. potassium, so it's very good for you. It's a healthy some calcium. Cocktail. Yes. You're right, from the dairy. I agree. It's a it's a good for you drink. So um, we'll now, listeners. By, by the time you listen to this episode, I, sh- I should have a version of the recipe posted, and, and maybe somebody can help us come up with a name for this. I mean, mm-hmm. I was thinking about calling it Marianne's Cream Pie, mm-hmm. um, because of course, if the name is a little dirty, the drink is always more popular. Of course, people like dirty things. They do. Mm-hmm. 
Um, see, now I already have a drink in my arsenal um, called Ginger's Passion, so yeah. I don't want to do a, a ginger-themed drink, so I'm thinking maybe Marianne would be making the banana cream pie. Well, Ginger didn't cook. Oh, she didn't? No, never. Oh, that's right. She yeah. was the actress. I think there might yeah. have been an episode where she tried to, but she didn't make any of the food Marianne did, so... Yes. That so would make sense. Marianne's banana pie? Yes. Marianne's cream pie? It would have to be cream, I think. Marianne's muff puff? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Marianne's nuts. I mean, just we have, we have plenty of time to think of something. Well, again, thank you for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. The Exotica is on. We have a cocktail. We hope that even if you're not drinking a banana cream pie, that you um, make a drink uh, wherever you are. Maybe you should make the professor's passion since he just died. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I know it's sad. Yeah. Um, well, we're going to go find our mail sack and talk about some listener mail. And we've got a whole lot of things to talk about this week that I wrote down while I was drunk and inspired at the slot machine in Vegas. And that's what I like to do when I'm in a slot machine is write down things. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> then, and, then, um, and then we're going to announce who uh, won um, a book that we were giving away. Okay. And, uh, and we're going to talk about the big event in May, which is Tiki Caliente. Because we can't wait. We cannot wait. Yes. We'll be right back. Tiki mail. Wow. I don't know if you should go to Vegas anymore if your sack's going to sound like that when you come back. That is like desert dryness. It, it is a little dry. It doesn't help that we're in a drought right now. You're not going to get any water on that. Well, to start off, this isn't mail, but they're comments that people were nice enough to leave on the iTunes. Oh, the about iTunes. About this podcast. And, and we had said, you know, the person who leaves the, the most recent comment with a five-star review as of the posting of our previous episode, was going to get a copy of Don the Beachcomber's Little Hawaiian Tropical Drink Book. And it's a cute book. little book. And, uh, well, so I'm going to read the most three recent comments and then tell you who actually got the book. So uh, M- Maui McKinley said, unstoppably listenable. Whoa, that's nice. Now, unfortunately, he's not the winner. Oh. <laughs> but but that's a very nice comment, and he, he gave us five stars, so okay. that's very nice. Spyrate Radio, who they do their own um, uh, streaming... Yes, uh, I've listened to it. ...exotica show, and we've heard mm-hmm. them at the events yes, live. Yes. Uh, so you can go to spyrateradio.com and also find them online. They said, you must listen to this podcast if you are into the tiki scene. That is all you need to know. Oh, well. By Spyrate Radio. So check Spyrate Radio. It's S-P-Y-R-A-T-E Radio. Check them out online. And then... Patrick720, you are the actual winner, and your review, not because it's the longest, but just the date coincided correctly, said, amazingly fun podcast. As a gay tiki file who hates work, this makes my workday fly by. Seriously, some of the friendliest, most real people you'll ever hear. Sometimes the tiki talk is a little light, but always an entertaining show. Everything about this podcast is right up my alley, and I can't wait till the next episode. That's Patrick, fantastic. 720. So, Patrick, you're going to have to send a comment to uh, mail at zentikilounge.com or drop us a private message on mm-hmm. Facebook on the Zen Tiki Lounge page. And do we think he lives in San Diego? And let us know where we can send this to or you. Or his birthday's in July. I don't know. Mm, interesting, interesting. This is a good drink. It is a good drink. Yeah. Again, it's so healthy. Um, we're going to cha- we're gonna have to fix that. So that's who got the book. Now... Um, the Trader Vic's Tiki Party, I have not mailed that out to the winner from last time, but that's only because we all have to sign it first. Oh, 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 I didn't know we were signing so, it. So, yeah, probably we're, we're they're signing crying it. right now yeah, because we're they signing picked it. Gilligan's Island and you 
You went back on your, uh, he, they could sue. No, I, you Contractual can't, whatever. obligation. Um, this email. A verbal contract. <laughs> it was. I'd sue. This email comes from Lonnie. Aloha, sunshine. I'm a total virgin making drinks. Now, we get the comments oh. like this a lot. Most beverages have too many things in them, and I don't want to invest in much stuff that I won't use again. Advice, please. A recipe or two or three or four. Really like the podcast and maybe visit one of the parties sometime. Lonnie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Lonnie's a lady or a gentleman. Lonnie? Is it L-O-N-I? L-A-N-I. I, that's a girl. A girl, you yeah, think? Yeah. Okay. Lonnie with an O well, would be a boy. Lonnie, thank you for the, the comment. Well, now here's the thing. If you want complicated cheeky drink recipes you can look in a lot of the books because you'll find some there Um, you could also get some complicated but tasty and delicious uh, cheeky drink recipes if you go to Kahuna Kevin online for example I have both of his cocktail books really nice cocktail books but they do have quite a few ingredients and he's really balancing a lot of stuff there but he does it well Kahuna Kevin Um, and then if you want um, some drinks that are real solid because he knows his rum, uh, but not terribly too many ingredients, and he'll follow classics, uh, sometimes uh, fiddling around on his own as well, um, is the Five Minutes of Rum podcast. And so uh, Kevin, he he does the Five Minutes Rum podcast, so just look that up online, Five Minutes of Rum, or catch the link on the show here. What What is this music that's playing right now? It's, it's, it's voiceover. It's scary to me, quite yeah, I'm, honestly. I'm making it go away. Thank I don't, you. I don't I know just, why. It's really... I was going to have nightmares. Yeah, sometimes when you let the uh, exotica go on. <laughs> random. It's a bad drug trip It gets there. real random, and it sounds like somebody was doing something in the background they shouldn't have been. So, um... Kevin, again, he he does some real good recipes, and he he really knows his rum far better than I do, so go go to him for rum. Now, if you want drinks that most people say are tasty and and don't uh, have a lot of uh, ingredients, you can go with mine, of course, because I, I tend to stick to five to maybe seven ingredients in a drink. What happens if she wants to do two to three ingredients? Well, two to three ingredients, and you're doing well drinks. Yeah, sure. Maybe you're doing she, a rum and coke. Well you're drinks. doing uh, maybe a, a salty dog, a, a my favorite, dumbed down version of a daiquiri, yeah. a salty dog, a Cape Cod, uh, and those drinks are all fine, especially if you use real juices, not bar mixes, yeah. but real juices. Um, don't use uh, don't use bottom shelf anything. Use a nice vodka, a nice rum, a nice tequila, and and yeah, you can just do juices and do three ingredient drinks. Yeah, two, and then work your way up to four ingredient mm-hmm. drinks. You just look up Well Drinks W E L L online, and it'll give you lots of different websites you can go to for Well Drinks, and they're real simple. Um, you know, a sea breeze is one of my favorites. Yeah, you like a sea breeze. I like salty and, dog. And you like salty dog. Mm-hmm. And Cape Cod, I will always go for or vodka cran, as the kids are saying these days. I know. I, I was like, they call it there because I work at a college, and uh-huh. they call it that now. And I'm like, is that just not a Cape Cod? They don't know. They don't yeah. call it anymore. <laughs> I mean, it is, but that, they just don't call it that anymore. Um, and then go to zentigilounge.com and click on the drinks tab. And you've got about two dozen drinks there right now. Some do require some of your own syrups and things like that, but a lot don't. So there you go. So, Lonnie, thank you for the comment. Um, And then, oh, you said you mentioned, I don't want to buy stuff that I won't use again. Well, that's why when you have a little cocktail party, just plan on making maybe two drinks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't give them options. And then that way you use it all up. Yeah, don't give them options, like 10 different things. Yeah, tell people to bring their own beer and wine or have some champagne or something like that. But, yeah, just don't. if you give them too many options or try to have a full bar... 
Yeah, you're not a bartender. You might have a bunch of stuff left over that you're never going to use. You're going to have that bottle of Galliano behind your bar that no one ever finishes off. Yeah. Or the schnapses that no one uses. The banana schnapps. Or the, you know, for me, I've had the same bottle of Chambord for five years. Oh, I hate Chambord. Because I use it in almost nothing. It's just, or Midori. And yeah, I don't or like Midori those either. thick syrupy, you know, and the Jaeger has lasted me a really long time yeah. too. So yeah, there you go. That, I think that's the best advice I can give. You can uh, ask us questions by sending those to mail at zentikilounge.com. You can also go on Facebook and like the Zentiki Lounge page and send us direct messages, things like that. We're always glad to hear from you. I agree. You're Is glad it, to hear from me? Yeah. Well, and I'm not glad to hear from you too much. Well, now let's have a little snack. All so. Right. Um, I made a little platter of using a, a King's Hawaiian bread to make some uh, little mini hand sandwiches and then something we've done on the show before, the Hawaiian bruschetta. Yes, I like the Hawaiian and you bruschetta. And can, you can get those recipes at zentikilounge.com. Um, and they're on the drinks tab, by the way. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, you cut the bread in half. And so that way you have two pieces, but just use one of the halves toast them, and then do your mayo, mustard, what have you, lettuce, tomato, cheese, ham, turkey, whatever you want. Pulled pork is delicious on oh, these. Yes. Um, and then just make a little platter of them. I'm going to have a, another little ham sandwich right now. you put Spam on it if you wanted to be Hawaiian. And while I chew this... I'm going to do the bruschetta. You have the bruschetta. Yeah. While, I, while I chew this, um, we'll go ahead and pause the podcast here, and, and we'll be back with a lot more. Okay. Yeah? How's no, that sound? No one wants to hear you chew. Okay. No. And we're back. Thank God. I know Starshine was just saying she thinks that the exotica might be a little loud. But remember, it's it's never as loud to the listeners as it is to us. I always think it's loud, though. And I also think when we drive together in the car that you're trying to break my eardrums. Well, the fiancé does, too. But yeah, uh, it's I am really trying loud. To, I am trying to break his eardrums. <laughs> I'm wearing earplugs next time we get in the car. So why don't we quickly talk about the event in May? Okay. Uh, and then we got plenty of other stuff to talk about here on the show. So Tiki Caliente is in Palm Springs this May. Mm-hmm. Yours truly, the Zen Tiki Lounge, we are one of the sponsors. Yes, we along are. Along with uh, Shag, mm-hmm. Primo Beer, the Tonga Hut, which has just opened a location so fun. in Palm Springs. Uh, Singa uh, Beer, Rum Clement. Mod Palm Springs, which is the opposite event in yes. October to the, the Doppelganger May event, which is Tiki Caliente and Live Magazine. So those are some of the sponsors. And then the bands that you're going to be able to see on Friday, for example, we have the Martini Kings, which we know Ooh, and love. I love the Martini Kings. The Hula Girls, one of my personal favorites. On Saturday, there's Kitty Chow and Fisherman, who uh, we have seen there before, and yes. they uh, tend to do a little burlesque now and then it's sometimes. Very nice. Not sure if uh, Kitty will be doing the burlesque this time, but we certainly hope so. Take it off! And uh, Jason Lee and the Riptides, or R.I.P. Who I I like them, too. They're a very, very nice uh, surf rock lounge. Yes, yes. And uh, Jason's hair is huge and amazing. It is humongous, yes. Yes. Uh, And Alika Lyman Group is a jazz exotica combo direct from the islands and a descendant of Arthur Lyman. that's someone that you've wanted to see before. Yes. Yes. Obviously, I've never seen them live, and I'm very uh, excited about that. And then on Sunday, kind of the end off the weekend, is the Smokin' Menahunes. Okay. Who we've heard before too, and this just you know some some people we've heard before, some people we've never seen live before, and so I think it's going to be a really really great weekend. Should be a good time. We have DJ Big Tiki Dude. He'll be spinning music near the pool all weekend. Uh, Rory Wildsville Man Snyder, of course, is our organizer and host, and then uh, Crazy Owl. 
crazy. Who, if, if you uh, if, if you look into his eyes, he may steal he your may soul. He may steal your soul. Yeah, yeah. He, he frightens. Crazy Al will be there, and then they're going to be they're going to be vendors. Uh, you can get your trinkets and shirts and dresses and frocks and purses and all kinds of good stuff. And when does this happen? Do you want to know? Uh, yes, yes. Tomorrow, next week? This is the 6th Tiki Caliente. It is May 15th through 18th, 2014 in Palm Springs, California. And you want to go to tiki-caliente.com right now. Click on the sales and news and book tab. book your room because they'll sell out. Yeah, so we're all booked, of course. Yes, of course. And uh, the mug, which is an upside-down severed monkey's head. Yes, I like it. It's very nice mug. And uh, does it say how many ounces it holds? It's five and a half inches by six and a half inches, five designed by, by Doug Horn. It's uh, always important to know how many ounces it Doug holds. Doug Horn is a fabulous artist. Um, and I like that when, when it's glazed, there will even be blood dripping down from the upside down severed neck. Well, it was just severed. Right. And the monkey is wearing a, um, a thatch hat. Oh. And I like that. Definitely so the mug, the mug for the event is very, very nice. It's a uh, sixty-five dollars if you buy it right now online, and then if you um, you want to book your room right now, and rooms are basically about three hundred and fifty-six dollars for a uh, room with a queen or two queens, and you get two wristbands. So that means mm-hmm. the the two people get um, and that's get, two nights. You get the two beds, you get the two wristbands. That includes all the entertainment and your room for both nights. And then if you want to have people use, like for the other bed, if you get a two queen room, for example, they just need to buy uh, two wristbands. Yes. The wristbands, because you do need to have a wristband um, to be on the premises after 6 p.m. daily, uh, because uh, you can stop by for the vendors prior to 6 and just check them out in the grassy area. Mm -hmm. After 6 p.m., it might be as early as 5, depends on how Rory sets it up. You gotta have a wristband. Security will not let anybody in who yes. does not have a wristband. You also need to have a wristband to attend the room parties and room crawls, which happen both during the day, but also tend to happen in the evening. The swinging ones are at night. Yes. yes. And we're not gonna talk too much more about the room crawls and stuff right now, except to say that we will be hosting, um, I hope which will be one of the most fun uh, of the well, parties. Well, this last one was pretty successful, so I don't know how we're gonna top that. Well, we're gonna try. Yes. We're doing our Gilligan's Island theme. And, yes. you know, listener suggested, and we thought it was a great one. And and so the room parties are, you know, people open up their rooms and invite people in, and sometimes they put on music, sometimes there's a band, but they always offer a cocktail. And um, I'm excited to see our friends host a room party this time. Yeah, that could Coconuts be fun. and motorboats. <laughs> the ladies are, they bought their coconut shell bras and grass yes. skirts already. Yes. And they're going to host a room and invite people in and serve drinks. They may want to figure out what drink they're going to serve. They've said, well, they want to do something coconut. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, boobs help people everything. get into a room, you know? Yes, boobs help everything. Um, and then, you know, I, I'm excited for some of the people who are doing a crawl versus room parties and they're just, they're going to serve a real nice solid cocktail. Yeah, I like, you know, just when people just put a table at the door and you come up and get a kick-ass cocktail and you leave and you yeah. go sit by the pool. That's great too. And then we are, um, we're going to be judging again. We are, So huh? we have to go to every one of these and drink drinks and say hi to people. Yes. And, and then judge them. Exactly. And we're going to do that. So May... Oh, when was 15, this again? 15, 16, 17, 18. <laughs> Thank you very much. May 15th through 18th, 2014, Palm Streams, California. Go to tiki-caliente.com. And let's move on. Okay, let's go on to something else. Okay, so while I was at the slot machine in Vegas this weekend. That's not an uncommon occurrence. It's being not. Being at a slot machine. It's not. Um, I, um... I Was struck I, by inspiration? Well, you know... I kind of think that was hit on by a prostitute. Women objectify themselves, and it's a true. lot of their own doing. Oh, okay. Well, let's get well. Into a okay, because the woman this. sitting next to me on the slot machine <laughs> mm-hmm. was talking to her girlfriend, and I don't know if it was girlfriend or you know female friend, etc. That that does not. 
it might matter slightly to the story. No, it probably doesn't. And you couldn't Sometimes tell. context does matter. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, they were like some of the girls we know were like, they're so drunk, lovey-dovey, I wouldn't know if they were dating or just drunk girls having fun. Okay, you know, okay. it's hard to tell sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to tell with straight guys sometimes, too, when they get all bro-dude and drunk on each sure, other. Sure, sure. So, you know, it, it goes either way. Um, and so these ladies are talking about, oh, I'm just so, you know, I'm tired of being objectified because, you know, I'm not the best-looking girl or anything like that, but, you know, I work out and I, I make sure my hair is nice and I'm always just treated by somebody who's going to be less intelligent and blah, 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 blah. What is she complaining about, that she's dating people that are less intelligent? Well, first of all, she's complaining that she's mildly attractive. Uh-huh. She was fucking hot. Okay, mm-hmm. so, and she says she's mildly attractive, so maybe she's a little humble, although it really seemed like fake humble, I mean. Yeah, well, she wants her friend to turn to her and say, no, you're hot, bitch. Yes. Yes. Which is exactly what happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then they complimented each other for the next 30 minutes while I'm trying to play Dean Martin's slot machine. <laughs> now, I was winning, so I was putting up with it, right? Mm-hmm. And I ordered another cocktail, and I'm just listening and listening and listening. And they just, for 30 good minutes, talked about how um, they're tired of being objectified and things like that. Now, I happened to look at what they were wearing, how they were wearing it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They deserve every bit of objectification that they get. And based on the sentences, phrases, and, and conversation they were having, which really showed a total lack of any kind of education or... Grammar. <laughs> Grammar. <laughs> um, they deserve every little bit of it. See, I don't know if, how I'm going to approach this conversation because I don't know if women, if you say that they deserved it, that's kind of like But this is my speech. thing is, yeah. no, 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 they don't deserve to be harmed in any way. But I think they very much probably, if they were said or if they were assumed to be slutty by a guy sure, or sure, something sure. like that, they absolutely deserted. it. If they dressed pre- the part, yeah. they spoke the part, yet they were complaining about it. Now... I think that if you know you dress a certain way, like they're in Vegas, so obviously they're in Vegas on a week on a week end night yeah. going out, so they're dressing in a way where people are going to give them attention. Right, but see, now, now another woman that was having a conversation with her fiancé or husband mm-hmm. on the slot machine, it was the night before... Mm-hmm. <laughs> They oddly, the dog is upset about something. Yeah, being, about being objectified, Didn't apparently. get enough, didn't get something to drink. Yeah. We might have to quiet her up. Her. Did you bring the chloroform? <laughs> <laughs> um, th- there was a woman talking to her husband or boyfriend, whatever, and that was more about, um, she was upset with women who mm. make women have the reputation of being objectified. Sure, sure. But she was having a very intelligent conversation, and I have a feeling that she's probably not objectified too much. If you're sitting at a slot much. machine with your ass cheeks hanging out of your dress, complaining yes. that you're being objectified, then you're being stupid. People who complain about it mm-hmm. are usually the people who cause it. Yeah. Whereas an intelligent woman, bombshell or not, yeah. is probably not too worried about being a little bit objectified because they want to they want to know, know if people if think any, they're attractive. Yeah, I don't know if but, there's anything about wrong with people finding other people attractive. Mm-hmm. And if you walk by in a skimpy dress in Vegas and someone says you're hot, there's nothing I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I you think that, better enjoy that yeah, compliment. Yeah, you're kind of dressing the part. So if you're so hot that you have to sit at a slot machine and complain about how much you're being objectified, then you're full of shit. So I was just thinking, you know, it, it seems like again, women who complain about it are the ones who are guilty of causing it. Maybe. Whereas women who I think aren't complaining about it, they have the self-esteem, they have 
the brains. They maybe she wasn't have objecti- looks too. Maybe she wasn't objectified enough for that night, and it was bothering her. Nobody oh my god, the sliced of- banana garnish on top of that with the brown sugar sprinkled on mm-hmm, top of mm-hmm. it is fucking awesome. Mm, because it got nice and cold in there. Oh, that was good. Because this drink is going to be just shit fantastic. It's like a frozen <laughs> banana at that point. I do mm. like a bit frozen banana. We got off track, but that's Yeah, but okay. that's okay. Yes. So, I mean, these, these girls were just like annoying the heck out of me. Now, the next thing that happened while I was sitting at the slot machine was, and I talked about this before a little bit, was angry, angry gamblers... Um, with you know, poor attitudes. Yeah, yeah. The People ones, who probably the ones that, be that smack the slot machines yeah. and um, get angry at the tables and stuff like that. And I saw a little bit of that this weekend, and it always bums me and out. We saw that um, when we went for the senator's birthday. There, I guess uh, yeah. we didn't see it, but the girls at the um, blackjack table or craps, where they're playing, said the guy next to him was very angry. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just don't, I just don't get that. Now, uh, after that. Um, I call this all slot machine wisdom, by the way. But um, there was a really bad cocktail waitress. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She was really friendly, but she was just really horrible. Because I asked for what I've been drinking a lot in Vegas, which is um, I order a champagne and mm-hmm. then a club soda with lime. And you mix it. And then I mix them together and I call it sunshine. It's kind of a wine spritzer, but not yeah. wine. And, Sounds refreshing. Uh, so she says, oh, you want those separate, though. You want a club soda and you want a champagne. I said, yes, please. And she comes back and she brings me a champagne and a Diet Coke. <laughs> and she, but she proceeds to say, well, here you go. That's an interesting diet. And I said, oh, actually, I wanted a, a champagne, so thank you for that. And then um, on your next round, can I get a club soda? Yeah. Just soda water with a lime. And she said, oh, of course. Now, she comes back with a whole nother round, and she brings me another glass of champagne. I haven't quite finished the first one, but that's fine, because yeah. I will. And a ginger ale. What the fuck? Now I'm thinking like, oh, girl. What is wrong with you? Maybe she doesn't know what a club is. Do you want to guess what she brought on the third try? Sprite? Beer? She didn't even bring champagne this time. (laughs) She brought... She brought me a white wine. Okay. (laughs) And orange juice. I am not fucking making this up. I mean, at least if she brought a champagne, you could mix it with the orange juice. Now, this time, I actually rejected the OJ. I said, I will take the white wine. Why not? I said, but um, but really, I said, I maybe you're having a bad night. And when I said that, she fucking turned on me. Sure, but, she, but you can't go three times. Way. Yeah, and you know she's getting. And I'm tipping else's. her, and I'm tipping her, even though she delivered the wrong drink, two dollars for complimentary cocktails each time. Yeah. So I've given her six dollars now, and she's got it wrong three times. Three. And you know she's gotten everybody else's wrong too. And she's she's a a good looking, objectified lady. Oh, so she thinks she can get away with it. Exactly. Yeah. That was kind of what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. She, in at the first time, kind of acted like I told her wrong. Yeah. No, I've been ordering the same yeah. drink all weekend. Um, the second time, she kind of hinted that she might have got it wrong, and she yeah. apologized, and, and she was going to come back. And probably she's been giving the wrong drinks to everyone else, so she's giving you the leftovers. And that is exactly yeah. what I found yeah. out, because <laughs> when she hit the bank of slot machines behind me, mm-hmm. somebody had ordered a Crown Royale and soda, uh-huh. and she brought them something totally wrong. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, this is just her, her shtick. Yeah, she just uh, she gives just, you whatever you want, and you give her tips. Yeah, she's like, I've got huge titties. Here, th- take a drink and well, tip me. she thought you liked girls. And, but no, you called her on and it. And speaking of... <laughs> As is usual in Vegas, I was very happy that at least one hooker approached me. Well, you always want a hooker to approach you, right? Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, so I was playing the um, the goldfish slot machine. Okay. It's after the boyfriend's gone to bed. The mecca of hookers. And it's like 3.34 in the morning, so mm-hmm. after the clubs have exited. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this was the Thursday night, so it's a little bit slower night in Vegas. And... Um, she comes up to the slot machine and she she does the and this is a very common one for them to do and she says she's like 
oh, she's like, are you winning tonight? And I said, I said, no, not, no, this machine's not treating me too well. And she said, well, if you want to get lucky, invite me up to your room. Oh, well. And then, oh, no, and she said, and I'll make you a winner. And I, clever and I was already holding my drink in my hand, and I just turned to her, instantly realizing, you know, she's yeah. offering me services. Yes. Services. Um, and I, I just, you know, lifted my drink to her, and I said, well, cheers. Thank you anyway. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, you're adorable, sweetie. And she took off. That is my kind of working girl. Well, at least, yeah, she took because, the hand and she left. Well, yeah, because sometimes they'll keep prying you a little bit. Yeah. And I have to go all the way to the, I'm gay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, but even if you're not gay and you're a straight guy and, and you tell the, the call girl, the woman of the night, the, <laughs> the red, light, of the red night. light district worker, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the personal professional entertainer, that was a nice the one. whatever, um, the hoe, the hoe. Yeah. Uh, if you politely understand what they're asking you for or offering and you politely decline, they need to go away. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Because go find the guy who's interested. It's like a door-to-door salesman. But every once in a while, they they persist, and that kind of annoys me. It's exactly like a door-to-door salesman that comes up, and they're trying to sell you a newspaper or Verizon or internet, and you tell them you're not interested. Or even the Girl Scout with the cookies. Like, once I say no, I've already bought cookies from three people, like today, at the coffee shop, they were offering cookies. And then I went to the grocery store, and they were offering cookies. And then I had to go to a second grocery store for bananas uh-huh, uh, because I cookies. wanted to overwrite bananas for this drink. And they were offering cookies. And I did buy cookies from the first two. I bought one box each. And then I got to the third one, and I was just like, no, thank you. And the girl was like, but we're raising money for our trip. And I go, I have, I know. I've already bought two boxes from some other Girl Scouts today. And she's like, just one more box. Last year, the little center and I were going into a grocery store, and they were selling them outside. And the girl got me, and I was in a hurry, and she walked up. She's all, would you like? to buy some cookies and I said I'm sorry sweetie but I don't want to get fat and I said it like that what's and wrong then with I, that well because I looked behind her and their moms were there and they were like 300 pounds each <laughs> and they heard me <laughs> it was like oops and I just kept walking but it's true I don't need the cookies in my house I don't want to eat them and I don't want the little senator or the senator to eat them so uh-huh. I'm not going to buy them they need to be selling crystal light I don't know <laughs> <laughs> diet coke I don't know popcorn let's make sure the girl scouts are known for selling sugar-free beverages yes <laughs> so yeah i don't i don't buy the, the girl scout cookies mm. what are you doing you're having a problem i'm dropping she got, he got all worked up all with over. the talk of hookers and mm-hmm, objectifying mm-hmm. women well it happens so what what happened next to the slot machine oh so the cocktail waitress got him all wrong i got hit on by a hooker um so bally's uh, one of the probably hum- dozen casinos we visited while we were in Vegas. Humongous casino. And uh, <laughs> they, um, they're they the only casino on the Strip or casino that I go to that I know of where when you order a glass of champagne, they always put a cherry in the bottom of the glass. That's interesting. Nobody else does that but, yeah. but the Bally's. Yeah, it's interesting. It, I mean, I don't mind it. Yeah. It's a little weird. You think they could throw a raspberry down there. But they have peculiar things like that. And if you order, um, if you order a screwdriver, Uh dog. Gosh, she's crying. Oh, because because the the bit of pineapple that fell on the floor is too far from her, and she's got the zapper on, so she can't come over here. Hold on, listeners. Throw it to her because uh, she'll be upset. Starshine, keep the listeners interested. I don't even know what Sunshine was going to do with the next story he's talking about, but something about shit and drinks. So I can't even really continue talking but i just i think he went to go jerk off somewhere because he disappeared so oh he's back now did you jerk off no okay so what are they putting the bottom of their screwdrivers oh not on the bottom of them sorry but they um you know i assume it's oj and vodka you hope it's oj and um, vodka. and then 
the they had a um she put a lemon, a lime, uh-huh. and cherries. Okay. Which is, you know, normally you get no garnish at all on a on a free complimentary screwdriver in a casino. Well, that's nice. And but I ordered a second one just to see because it, me being me and it came that way again. Maybe they put the cherry at the bottom of the champagne because maraschino cherries keep you can't like if they're gonna put a bunch of raspberries. You know the going a lot of berries would go bad. And they're not gonna, but they're also not gonna waste money on raspberries. That's a what complimentary I mean. So a maraschino drink. cherries jarred. Yeah, keeps longer. Yeah. But you don't you don't garnish a champagne unless you're gonna put like a strawberry slice on the rim That's or something. True. I like maraschino cherries, so. though. I don't know. It was it, it was just kind of odd, but I, I didn't mind it. Um, so while we were in Vegas, we saw a show called Rose Rabbit Lie. Okay. And this is, and listeners, I'm telling you about this because a lot of people who listen to the show also go to Vegas now and then. And if you do go to Vegas, at the Cosmopolitan is Rose, period, Rabbit, period, Lie, period. The Cosmo's a pretty casino. Very mm-hmm. beautiful, swanky kind mm-hmm. of place to see a lot of beautiful people that you can objectify. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's uh, why I like to go there. Good looking guys who are douchebags. I don't think the slot machines pay there though. Good looking ladies who um you know have their ass they are dressed yes and the yes. four inch heels. They well they've got the top ass hanging out and yes, the bottom ass exactly. hanging out. Yeah. They got the crack on both ends sticking out. And um and I and I like looking at it. But uh, you know just a nice casino and uh you know up on the second floor they have this show and it's kind of like Moulin Rouge-esque where they do dinner. Mm-hmm. They have a showroom. They also have an after-hours club. You can experience one or all three or just the two. But uh, it's a the show itself is a bit vaudeville, a bit magic, a bit comedy, a bit burlesque, a Sounds bit. Sounds cool. Um, just it was a really good show. They they pull a person or two up on stage, but they they find like the girl or guy who looks like they probably want to go along. It didn't look seem like anybody was forced, forced or anything like that. And it, just everybody seemed to be having a genuinely good time. Um, there's an 8 p.m., a 10 p.m., and a midnight show. If you go to the 8 p.m., it's a little less adult. When you get to the 10 and the midnight shows, it gets more adult. Um, they did show full nudity in Beaver at the 10 o'clock show. But not the 8. N- not the 8, I understand, correct. Um, and then if you um, book the midnight show, really, you're not booking a show per se. You're booking, um, it's $30 versus 115 for the other two shows. Um for $30, you're booking the after hours, and you get about 15 minutes of entertainment, and then the DJ comes out, and the, the, the dance floor swarms, and That'd it's a cool. club. Do they, does, at midnight, do they shoot cucumbers out of their vaginas? No, they don't do anything like that, but they do shoot a dog out of a cannon. Not <laughs> dog out of <laughs> Mr., a cannon. Mr. Piffles got <laughs> shot out of a cannon. Oh, poor Mr. Piffles. That's what the boyfriend said. He yes. was a little worried for the dog, but <laughs> the dog was okay. I'm sure the dog is professionally trained. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure Mr. Piffles and is. loves getting Mr. Shot Piffles out of the may not even have been a Mister. I mean, you never know. Yes. So, Rose Rabbit Lie is a really good show. I, I, I recommend that people see it. And um, I found out about it from listening to the Five Hundy by Midnight podcast. Oh yes, yes. And they have a living social deal right now where you can book two for one. Oh, that's not bad at all. No, it's not bad mm-hmm. at all because then for hundred and thirty dollars you get both people in. Mm-hmm. And people, if you like good cocktails, like a lot of you listening to this show do. Their bartenders actually knew what they were doing. They had some really good craft cocktails with variations of bitters and top shelf liquors and things like that that you just don't find at a lot of casino bars. If you book the 8 o'clock show, do you get back into the club for free? Well, see, here's the thing. 
Um, we were told to do this by some comments online and on Living Social. It said, after the show ends, because you're in seats. Yeah. After the show ends, just go hang out by the bar. Oh, I see. And then you won't have a seat for the next show, but you can hang out in the standing area of the bar and just watch the next show. Yeah. And, then and you can do that to stay to the after hours. So if you go to the 10 p.m. show, exit your seat because somebody else has that seat for the midnight. Um, and then hang out by the bar and have another drink or two. Yeah. And then... And then, okay, and so then the, the, they do a little bit of entertainment. The DJ comes out, and um, uh, then the HR Puffin stuff characters come out and dance with everybody. Like the actual HR Puffin? Well, no, something. but they're pretty close. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <coughs> That's frightening. It was, you know, it was a good time, though. Yeah? Yeah. All right. So I think people should, now we also saw Million, million Dollar. Uh, oh, that's a good name. <laughs> million Dollar Quartet. Yes, I'm sure that they love that slaughtering. So of Elvis, Johnny Cash. Uh, you told me Carl Perkins and Carl Perkins and, and the guy who likes to murder his wives, Jerry yes, Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis. Yes. So that like an impersonation show, and it was on Broadway, and it's in Vegas now. It's a very good show. It's at Harrah's, which um, you know Harrah's is a very middle middle of the road casino, but yes. very That's good show, and the music was good. And it is not that often where you're at a show where it's like a showroom of 1,200 people where everyone actually gets up for the second or the last third of the show and actually was moving and uh, standing and up and enjoying themselves. the music. That's yeah, good. So that's all. And that was the 7 p.m. show and people were up and enjoying it and I, I liked it a lot. It sounds like an interesting premise for a show. Now back back to the cocktail servers. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, well, actually, I, wanna, I, I think I should top off the cocktail before we do this. Oh, we're going to so. get more banana? Yeah, all so right. everyone hold your panties. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know about you, but Starshine and I have got cocktails again. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm never leaving. This one's good, too. I know it's the same drink, but... I think it's a little better. I agree with you. I don't know why. Has it been sitting or something? Well, I didn't... Try it again. I, when I used the shaker, I did not pour out the little bit of um, drink that had melted from before, so yeah. it got that part got a little watery. Maybe it just needs to be waterier. So maybe... Yeah. Yeah. Maybe... Yeah, because then it's not quite as thick with the banana puree and cream. Yeah. Mmm, see, this is why you fuck around with drinks before you decide on how you're really gonna do something, yeah. people. Yeah, it's more refreshing. Um, so don't don't be afraid to force yourself to, um, when you get a, oh, well, some advice. So uh, Lonnie, for example, asked that question about what drink do I serve? No matter what you serve, even if it's well drinks, buy your ingredients more than a full day ahead of time if you can. Make a couple. Mm, of course. Know that you understand the recipe. Because maybe the recipe you got is a bad one. Maybe you went online and you looked at a recipe and it's... There are a lot of hack recipes out there, even for some of the most simple drinks. Just like meatloaf. Yes. You know? Some shitty meatloaf out there. If it calls for cornflakes, that's okay. Mm-hmm. If it calls for, you know, undigestified... Undi what is it? Undigested bird intestines. Ooh. Yeah, this was, this was an ingredient that, and I don't, it's like somehow it's regurgitated by a something, and then, anyway. What the fuck? For what? It was on some show I was watching. Ew. I don't know. But it was like one of those would you eat it kind of uh, no. shows. Yeah. So, yeah, so make your drinks a day ahead, you know, make a round of each and make sure that the recipes are right, and if they're not, get a better recipe. And never be a... Scared to drink what's left in the shaker for after hours. Oh, yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah, we, we do um, that all the time. Alcohol kills it. So uh, let's talk about um, what to wear for your cocktail party, your event. And if you're going to do it in tiki style, you're going to need a nice frock or a lovely Hawaiian shirt. And I always tell people, at the very least, it needs to be 100% cotton. Yes, Not yes. polyester. No. And at the best, you want to find a bark cloth dresser shirt. I think you should have at least one, yes. Yes, they're heavier. Yes. They 
do not wrinkle, which they is pack awesome. Well, yes. Yeah, they pack really well. They always come in fabulous patterns. And they hug they hug a large or a thin body in a complimentary way. Because of the way they hang though, the fabric's thicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they don't like bulk up or bunch or you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Which is really nice. Um, and the nice thing about a nice bark cloth, and that's B-A-R-K-C-L-O-T-H, one word, and that is, um, which is actually made from cotton rather than tree bark. Originally, bark cloth, two words, or tapa cloth, um, was made from the bark of the paper mulberry tree, uh, or cedar bark, and there's cedar bark textile as well, and so they would literally take that mulberry bark and hammer it out mm -hmm. um, and create, and so you've probably seen uh, tapa, like uh, they use it for wall covering sometimes, and then they like do the tribal art on top of oh, it. Yeah. You've probably seen this. Well, you can actually make clothing in a way out of those if you do it just right, but nowadays, of course, bark cloth, all one word, it's that heavy cotton. Yes. And it's just great. And you can go online on eBay, for example, and search for bark cloth men's Hawaiian shirt or bark cloth women's uh, dress. or and, mm -hmm. and you will find them. And they'll almost always come up in Hawaiian tropical prints. Oh, yeah, usually, always. And for the ladies, you have to be a little more careful because, first of all, you do, do need to know your three measurements if you're going to try and shop for a dress and online. And if it's a vintage dress, they always run small. Yes. So you got to be careful with that, especially and men, too, with the shirts. They're just smaller. They do. Well, yeah. and, and men were shorter. Yes. So the measurement for men from top of collar to bottom of shirt is really important. Yeah, because the senator has a real problem with shirts because he's a giant. Yeah. You know, and I would assume that uh, you and know, I'm relatively tall. Too. Well, and I'm relatively tall. So, And when I buy a shirt for him, which he's 6'5", he's yeah. um, I have to make sure that they give me a measurement from top of collar to bottom of shirt yeah. so that I can make sure that it's going to be long enough for him. Unfortunately for him, because he's so thin, I generally have to go up a size more than I would like to get the length. Because when you're shopping vintage, it's already made. Yeah. It's not like you can just pull another one off a rack in the size you're looking for. And so that's one of the challenges. And I, that's why I don't like to order vintage online. I like to go to a store. I think for yeah. men, though, for buying your shirts online, it's pretty safe. For ladies, yes. I think you need to visit, try it, yeah. touch it, put it I mean, on. I don't mind buying like modern vintage looking dresses online, but you can always return them and get a different size. But vintage right. is a little different. I like to go to the store and actually see it. Yeah. Well, so I just sold, I, I went through my closet because I had too many Hawaiian shirts. Oh my God, what a problem. And I went, and, and I used to, I used to buy things in a size larger than I really needed. I don't know why I, I did, did that. Did you I wear was, them unbuttoned? No. With the shirt underneath? No, and I was never, I was never like 50 pounds heavier. Huh. I mean, I did lose 40 pounds at one point, but I never, I was never giant or anything and I, I just I always bought extra larges when I really should have been buying mediums and larges. That's weird. So I decided you know what I don't wear these shirts anymore because they're too bulky. Yeah. And there were some really nice Hawaiian prints. There were a lot of Hilo Hattie stuff. All cotton. You know. Um, no bark cloth because since I started buying the real bark cloth shirts I've been buying my size because I try them on at the events. Yes of course they have lots of ones at the events you can buy. And so you know I sold those shirts and like each of them sold for like five bucks and of course the person paid shipping and that just got them out of my closet. I wasn't trying to make a profit, and so what I'm, I bring this up, people, because, you know, go through your closet now and then and groom it. Groom it. Especially with your party attire. I actually need more party attire. I only have, like, four things. Well, and so yeah. sometimes you have to, you know, get some, get rid of something or just decide you need more. Yes. And then start looking online now at the, at the vintage places. You literally, all you have to do is search for vintage Hawaiian men's shirt or vintage women's Hawaiian dress. Yeah, You're going to find things will come 30 up. websites come up in yeah. addition to eBay and um, Etsy and all that stuff. All that good stuff. 
Um, but I want to tell you about one place that you can go if you happen to sew. Or if you know somebody who sews and you want to give it to them, the dog needs to shut up. I know. The dog is just in rare form today. Go to BarkClothHawaii.com. I have bought fabric from them twice. I bought fabric where I made uh, curtains for my bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have, you can you can look by color. Um, let's. What color do you want to look at, Starshine? I always like pink. Um, well, let's or look orange. up pink bark cloth. Let's see what we come up with. So here are some of the, and then, so by, you get all the pink bark cloth and that they have. That's a lot of pink. And those are some very pretty patterns. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Ooh, look at this flamingo one. That one's nice. Now, I don't actually often, ooh, that's really nice. That's not I too like pink. it. I, I'm sorry you can't see this, listeners, but go yeah. to barkclothofhawaii.com. I've ordered from them, and I believe that they're actually in Hawaii because they mm-hmm. had to ship it over. And uh, but they had real decent prices, but then they also have um, they have a section for like remnants and things. And so maybe if you just need a couple yards of something, yeah. um, you'll find a remnant you like, and you get it for like maybe fifty if you're to sixty percent off. A pillow, right? Right. right. Yeah. You just need a remnant. So barkclothhawaii.com. Uh, they don't sponsor the show or anything, but maybe they should. Um, <laughs> and I've actually been to that website. I was going to try to make the senator a shirt. Yeah. And that was one of the websites. They do have a lot of options on there. But yeah, some very nice stuff, and I love their prints. And uh, but again, eBay and Etsy, you you can find stuff. But you know, if you're going to a May event mm-hmm. or you're snowed in in the two thirds of the United States right now, and you want to or some parts up? of Europe, um, yes, plan your warm weather clothing ahead yeah, of time. Yeah, you something to do, or you know, you're at work and don't want to work. Start looking now. Yeah, yeah. So in between playing Farmville uh, and listening to this podcast, go find some vintage clothing and order it. And order. Okay, I'm just going to take care of the dog right now. I'm and and by listeners, by take care of her. I, we mean kill her. <laughs> I, I, I mean I'm just going to soothe her with a nice cocktail. <laughs> okay, the dog is quiet now. The dog has been killed. She has her bark collar on. Uh, I shall probably get out one or two yelps, and then you'll just she'll hear her, her stop. screaming. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, oh look, it's the Martini Kings. How nice! Oh, I like the Martini Kings. So let's see here. What um, what else? Were, oh, so we were talking about bark cloth and and vintage fashions and things. So I mean, it's never too early to shop before your event or before summer. So yeah, you don't want to be rushing around the week before and then buy something you don't really like. Yeah. Yes. Get on that now. Now back to the casino that I was in. Of course. Uh, earlier, I I think it's important to thank your cocktail server by name. Okay. Because then I find they come back more quickly to you. And I think that if, that may be because you work at a place where you have to identify everyone as their, by their first name. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. You don't think a lot of people think it's a good compliment or something to call your cocktail ser- Like when they have, they all have name tags on. So. I think as long as you're polite to them and say please and thank I just like to say please and thank you and let them know that I appreciate their service. I don't know if I have to use their first name all hmm. the time. Do you think... Because sometimes I hear, like, the older guys especially, mm-hmm. they refer to them as honey or babe or whatever. I'm not one that actually is offended by that. I actually like to be called honey or babe by an old guy because I like old dudes. See, I would too, honestly. Yeah, so I don't... I think that's the it's the tone that you refer to people when you're saying that. I mean, if you're just some guy at a casino and you're thanking someone for a drink, you, th- you say thanks, sweetie. I don't really think that that's... Yeah. But maybe I'm just different from most people. I don't, I don't care. No, because I think you're somebody who does not choose to be offended just to be offended. Well, and that's what everybody's fucking doing these days. Yeah. They're choosing to be offended as if it's their God-given right to be offended at everything. I think so. And it's just ridiculous. And but so I, now I'm going to rant on this. You rant on that. Um, you know, I, I'm i surrounded by people in my daily life, uh, whether it be in my own home, at the grocery store, at Target, or uh, work, or just wherever. And I'm just constantly running into people who... 
they just choose to be offended. They choose to be offended because somebody looked at them the yeah. wrong way. They choose to be offended because um, my favorite is in a restaurant where somebody will say, you, you hear them talking to, you're sitting at your table and you hear them talking to like a manager or a supervisor at the table next to you and, and they're saying, um, well, they were seated after us and they got their food first. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. And you know that, and the supervisor is trying to say like, well, um, you know, what did you order? Okay, well, so that's um, that's a, a steak that we cooked to order, and they ordered salads. Yeah, so it takes. Less no, time. it doesn't matter. You should manage it so that our food comes out further because longer, we sat down. You know, longer to decide what they wanted. But those are people who are just choosing to be offended. Yeah, they need I mean, to relax. And you, you run into stuff like that all the time. Or you know, if they went to more tiki events and had some cocktails, they wouldn't be like that. I believe that's right. Mm-hmm. So now we were at that Rose Rabbit Lie at the Cosmopolitan, and uh, the the fiance and I were ordering drinks. And I noticed that the guy next to us he ordered a couple of rounds of drinks, and he was just very complimentary to the bartender as well. But somebody like a couple over from him, they were questioning the bartender about everything. They were questioning about like, well, what's this, and why do you do that? What kind of soda do you use? Well, what? And I'm like, seriously, what? Ki- it says right on the menu, lemon lime soda. Do you care if it's Sprite or Seven Up? It's going in your cocktail either way, and they only have one. I'm sure. Shut the hell up. Yeah. And then she said, she's like, oh well, I only drink Seven Up. So if you don't have that, then can you make that drink without it? And then the girl was like, well, no, yeah. I, I can't make this drink without. I. She's like, I could make it without the lemon lime soda. But I don't have any alternative, so it wouldn't taste very good. She's like, I could do club soda; it'll yeah, be it'll be more water. bland. And then she goes, "So you can't make the drink then?" She's not gonna be notice the difference between Seven Up and Sprite in her mixed drink. No, she's not. But she was just choosing to be offended. She was offended that they didn't yeah. have the right lemon lime soda, and then she was upset at the bartender for being honest honest enough to say, "Yeah, well, if I substitute an ingredient that's the wrong ingredient, yeah. your drink won't taste don't right." Don't you think people just need to like relax? They just need to get slapped in the face. It's like worrying about nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it's like too much. Must worry about every little thing in their life if they're concerned about what type of soda is going into their mixed cocktail. You couldn't have said it better. Yeah, um, just yeah, that's so all. So people, said. the moral of the story is, if you're so worried about the lemon lime soda mm-hmm. or the cola that's used in your mixed drink, maybe you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a new series no, on the show. I get, maybe you're an asshole. I get diet versus regular. Sure, sure. Because I personally, the diet will give me a headache. And I, right? but I, but I, and I prefer diet. Right. Because I like the way it tastes. So don't get on me about oh you're trying to. But if it's look for calories, Coke but... or Pepsi or RC Cola or mm-hmm. Shasta, if you're mixing it with a shit ton of Jack Daniels or yeah. rum or oh Bacardi Silver, does it really effing yes, matter? If it's a if it's a solo thing, like you're ordering a soda, I don't like Pepsi. I know some people are going to say yeah. it really matters, but I'm also going to challenge you all as. If you think the Coke or Pepsi in your drink, your cocktail matters, first of all, I challenge you on the fact that it's a cocktail. If it's just rum and Coke. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, and also, okay, fine, you get an opinion too. We're all allowed. Yes. You know, whatever. I'm not I do mind if the soda is flat. Oh, well, yeah. Because yeah, then it's all gross. that syrupy it's, it's heavy. It's disgusting. Yeah. But um, sometimes you just need to relax. Mm-hmm. You know? I love that people in the tiki community, I think, on the whole, mm-hmm. are far more relaxed and genuine and we go to all these events, and it's, I can't even really, I, I can't count on one hand the number of arguments or fights yeah. we've seen. No. I and all the, after all these dozens of events, it's just, people are so good to each other. When it comes to servers, if you can tell that they're trying, 
and that they're working hard, then I usually cut them a lot of slack. I don't, sure. you know, I don't, I'm not one to bitch about who's getting served faster or anything like right. that. Yeah. You just gotta calm down. You do just have to calm down because maybe you're just an asshole. Maybe. <laughs> or you've never worked in the, uh, any kind of retail or food industry. Well, yeah, that's Which probably true for sure. part of it too. You just don't understand. Um, now, I also want to just mention, because I feel like I should, I like drinks that make me burp, and I don't mean beer. And I, So I mean like champagne club soda, Fizzy things drinks. of that. Yeah. Um, those those kind of make me feel refreshed when I'm drinking them. Oh, and classy. Not classy. No, no just, <laughs> just, just, just more refreshed. And, you know, the last thing I have on my list that I, you know, here was slot machine wisdom, was um, this came up in conversation two different times over the weekend in Vegas. Um... Sinkholes really are the new quicksand. Sinkholes are just like uh, shark attacks, aren't they? Just has happen randomly. Yeah, like so. Quicksand was a thing in the '60s and '70s. Sure, it was sure. in every TV episode. It was sure. in movies. Um, there was even a uh, what do you call it? Um, I think it's uh, one of the science podcasts I listened to. They actually somehow searched for the instances of quicksand in movies, TV, well, film. It's like Mythbusters or since, something like, like that. Since film was invented all the mm-hmm. way up until current day. And it took it, it did a huge, huge leveling off after the 60s. Yeah, but I could see how it was popular in the 60s. But now it's sinkholes. Sinkholes. Because Florida, just sinkholes are popping up all the time and swallowing up people. It's fascinating. Um, and, you know, we've got the earthquakes here. Yeah. Florida's got yeah. the sinkholes. Yes. But I just, I, I find them fascinating in that, um, well, I've learned a little bit about them. Well, and what, it just took out a car museum this last week, right? Oh, it did? Yeah, some sinkhole, eight, five, uh, eight vintage cars at the <laughs> <Really>? museum. Yes. <laughs> no people this time, no, I No, just cars. Not a poor guy sleeping in his bed. That <laughs> was a sad one. Can you imagine that? Yeah. That's horrible. I wonder if he even just, he was gone. He didn't even know what I happened. I would prefer it that way, wouldn't you? Instead of him screaming and reaching his hand out of the hole. Right. And all you saw was Because, yeah, they said, you know, because the hole could continue to collapse on itself, they would never be able to exhume the body. they just have to fill the hole in. Yeah, I would hope he'd just... Be like, so that's your grave. Yeah, yeah, pretty much right. Yeah. yeah. But that's the, um, an interesting story for your family. Well, the sinkhole in Brazil that just recently opened up was 160 feet across and 300 feet deep. That's scary. And it swallowed a hotel <laughs> and a swimming pool and some cars and somehow one person who got out. That's amazing. That is amazing. Then and that sinkhole was like, Goodbye bitches, see you later. You'll never know when I pop up again. Yeah. yeah. I, I and it was apparently caused by torrential rain and then there was a a burst pipe underneath mm-hmm. the city or something like that in Brazil, Sao Paulo and just I mean but Sinkholes are scary. You should have asked your um, your prostitute friend for words of advice and written those down. Oh, you think so? Yeah, yeah. Well, I I don't know about that. Well, yeah, she could have given some good advice. I did see. I didn't get her name. Oh, I don't know if you need her name. Trixie. Trixie. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, well, let's go to zentikilounge.com and go to the drinks tab because I have a drink called the Floridian Sinkhole now that I think about it. Yeah, that was a while ago when the it guy was, died. It was a while ago. So let's um, let's uh, reference that here. Look at um, all those tasty, tasty drinks. You need the a Floridian sh- Sinkhole. You need a search option on there. So it was posted on June 14th, 2013. And this drink actually does have quite a few things in it because this was a combination of two drinks. And um, it's got, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, five kinds of rum in it and... 
It's got uh, toasted coconut and lime and coconut milk and pineapple a, chipotle and habanero lime. and When a sinkhole collapses, it's a bunch of shit in it there. It takes everything yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. It really does. So, um, actually, I am going to post this right now on our Facebook page and say we're talking about this right now on the podcast. But then um, you can, uh, you can, I'll put a link on it. But you can also go to zentikilounge.com and go to the drinks tab. And make tab. it yourself. And make a, you do need quite a few ingredients for this one, but it's worth it. It's a tasty blended drink, and I don't do a lot of blended drinks. No. But every once in a while, I do one. Mm-hmm. And it's a nice drink. I almost burped again. Ew. Let's see. So um, classy. Talking about this cocktail on the podcast right now. And just so you know, whenever Sunshine types, he talks to himself. Not, no, I don't. You liar. I know you do. That. You're up at night typing your memoirs, and you're like, to whom it may concern. <laughs> yes, that's what yeah. I do. <laughs> As the rain pours down. All right, lastly, not lastly, but just before we end the show, um, <laughs> go to zentikilounge.com, check out everything there. Don't hesitate to click on the donate button and drop the show a couple of dollars. What do we use that money for? I'll tell you. Hookers. Cocaine. We use it to pay for the internet costs of this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we use it to pay for, um, well, for upgrading the things that you see visually on the website mm-hmm. um, that keep people interested. Porn. It also pays for a little bit of our um, uh, social media advertising. I, a, a lot of that just comes out of my pocket. Most of it does. But when people donate, it really helps because the social media advertising, you know, it is actually helping the podcast get noticed more. And so we use it for that a little bit. And then it does help us also uh, put on the room parties. And buy some sex toys. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Toys, yeah, know. yeah. I it mean, we just, we just, you know, we get a $20 donation and I'm like, let's buy a dildo. Yeah. <laughs> and those no, need batteries. It's not true. Those need it's batteries. It's not true. It's not true. We do not use it for that. But um, we're, you know. Kehlani does. This is a hobby, and it actually does cost quite a little bit mm-hmm. to keep this going every week for everybody. And so any donation of any dollar amount helps. So again, oh, Zen you killed Lounge. that dog. I put the bark collar on her, zentikilounge.com, and if you click on the donations link, you can um, buy a muzzle you can for leave, the dog. Well, you can leave us a you can leave us a donation. You can also there um, you can go and click on the store link, and you can buy. We only have two of our big orange Richard mugs available wow, still that's left. Great. We have our T-shirt, the Zentikil Lounge T-shirt with a nice logo, mm-hmm. and some of our bar towels. You can buy uh, any of those things on the website. And uh, you can uh, click on the host tab, and you can see a little bit about, um, well, each of the hosts. Yes. Well, like, that would be self-explanatory. It is. You get a picture of me, and then a little description, and one of Starshine, and one of Kehlani. And then um, Pumpkin it just has her name, but no picture and no description. <laughs> because she's, she's the a, mystery it host. It just says the most reclusive member of the podcast shows up about <laughs> twice a year. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. Uh, and then we have an events, an events tab there where um, you can go there. Oh, uh, the partner must have been playing with that because it's not working right now. Mm-hmm. But um, I will update that. It, there are events all over the United States, plus a few in Europe and around the world. Uh, East Coast, West Coast, Germany, for example, Australia. Um, and so there's at least one thing a year generally going on in your neck of the woods, regardless of where you are in the world. So uh, you can click on the events tab there. And these are the bigger like weekend events, not necessarily just a single night concert. Or yeah, something yeah, like that, that would be a lot of stuff to put on there. Yeah. Um, okay, I just I gotta stop her again. I, she, it's so embarrassing. How much time do we have left? Not Sunshine? very much. Oh yeah, I guess we could just yeah, finish yeah, the yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, we're okay. Okay. We'll beat the dog later. 
I'm also gonna skip this song. Okay, this song, yeah, it was kind of disturbing me. There we go. Yes. Well, okay, much we're gonna soothing. end it with a little spy. Okay. Uh, and I wanna end by saying, my little cat, Mai Tai. Mm-hmm. He has quite a little habit of stealing cocktail stirs. He's an alcoholic already. And paper parasols. Oh, he's... And uh, he, he steals me. them from behind the bar, up on the shelves, wherever he can get them. Mm-hmm. And and then he chews on them a little bit and then goes into the dog so the dog can be like... <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to kill Because the dog. the dog is too stupid to just spit it out. Yes. She keeps chewing she's and then... A dog. Yeah, it yeah. gets a... Can't help stuck in her mouth. Yes. She, she's just ridiculous. But Mai Tai is just, he's an adorable little kitty, but he really is a klepto. Yeah, well, that's an adorable trait, though. Remember I had a cat who liked to... Um, Steal panties. P- panties from the neighbors. Yeah. Yeah, because they would leave their uh, sliding glass doors unlocked. They shouldn't do that. He was a pervert. The dog is barking at the people playing tennis right yeah, now. Yeah, he does not like tennis. She. She. She doesn't like tennis players, especially when they're darker skinned. I'm not kidding. The dog is racist. Yeah, the dog is just a racist tennis hating jerk. <laughs> yes, she hates tennis players, <laughs> and she hates them when they're have a, have a good tan. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. We take her for a poop. And they're men. You she thought, tends right? yes, yes. She tends to bark at male people with a nice tan. Yeah. And you can interpret that however you want. I wonder if they were playing soccer across from there. If she would be pissed at that. Well, when we go walk around the park, she doesn't seem to have any problem with the baseball players and the and the yeah. soccer players. Maybe it's bad that it's a tennis ball. She wants the ball. I don't know. I, I, don't know. I really don't know. She's a bitch. Well, uh, go to zentikilounge.com. Check out everything about the podcast. Find us on Facebook. Please like us. Please go on please, iTunes if you have an iTunes like account. And leave a rating of the show. Please objectify We us. love $5 or $5. Well, we love $5 donations, and we I really like love five-star five ratings on iTunes. And please tell a friend, family member, acquaintance, or uh, your jail buddy Yes, and you know, about we are perfectly acceptable to listen to Full Blast at Work. Oh, yes, totally. Yes, definitely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's your boss's name? Al. Al? It's not, but Al's Okay. Good. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us here in the Zentique Lounge, and until next time, mahalo. Stuck in the traffic on a snowy winter morning, it fell upon him savagely and without warning. Sudden realization that he might be stranded Unable to escape the place where he had landed Rooting on the mainland A tropic moon called his name And all the fishes in the sea And the coconut trees invaded every single thought Until it drove him to his knees Oh yeah His boss cut him loose Due to his short attention span So with his head in his hands He began to form a plan He sold his beat up Pontiac And gave away his cat Bought a ticket to Tahiti And a big straw hat Marooned on the mainland A tropic moon Called his name And all the fishes in the sea And the coconut trees Invaded every single thought Until it drove him to his knees Something deep inside him told him just get going 
much money and they didn't need their friends they just jumped in head first and they started to swim everyone was shocked when we heard his plane went down they looked for several weeks but no one could be found it was a pretty quiet funeral there wasn't much to say except we all agreed the dude would have it no other way Soft island breeze caress my every living day out on these Polynesian seas. 